everybody welcome back to afros and combos hey it's kika drea here camille here and it's cookie as always like and subscribe to the podcast follow us on social media at afros and combos on ig email us at afros and combos at gmail.com check out the website at afros and how is everybody doing fantastic excellent doing good well, that is wonderful. So here we are. Uh, we are in the month of June, you know, and, uh, <clears throat> you know, we was perusing a little calendar and we saw that later in this month is a day called Let It Go Day. Let it go. Let oh, it go. Wow. Oh, yeah. That was amazing. Yeah, like oh. Have you ever even seen that movie? Partially. <laughs> well, while while it is uh you know we're not talking about the frozen song we are talking about a uh, a process a natural process of letting things go in life like you know sometimes <clears throat> you can hold on to things far longer than you should and you should just let it go so that's what we're here to talk about today is the letting go of things um both within ourselves individually and also like things that uh culturally speaking uh within you know culturally we're in the black community so that the black community should let go so let's first jump into you know we're in our 30s and you know um you know what are some things that you guys have had to let go of in your 30s i want to say we are not we're in our early 30s early early. yeah we're young and vibrant I can go first. I know when this came up, literally the very first thing that popped up in my head, carnival rides. Huh. I can't do them no more. Really? You were still doing them? I can't. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, because, and I don't mean like roller coasters. Yeah, no, I mean like at rides. the state fair. Yeah. Like mm. a state fair ride? Absolutely. I can not like looking at one of those things makes me nauseous now wow. I, I can't even do it. the last time I went to a carnival I went with Camille mm-hmm. we got on one ride and I was I was through was done gone. could not do it motion sickness completely out of control I was like Camille I, I'll give you your refund I'll give you your money back because we leaving up out of here <laughs> we not staying at this carnival <laughs> Yeah, like, I don't know. Just as I have gotten older, Carnival Rides just do not agree with me anymore. Wow. That's... Huh. Um, What I have let go of, uh, I let go of my exes. Praise God. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but I think uh, aside from that, which is important, it's the need to perform to be loved, like the mm. need to please people. Um, I think over the course of actually since my 30s, I think 30 is that switch that was just like, F everybody else and their opinions, I'm going to live my life. As long as it's honoring God, we're fine. So that's been huge for me because it's just taken a lot of anxiety off of my plate and how I I see myself as well as how I interact with people, like not feeling like I have to be X, Y, Z or put, you know, this facade on of having it all together or, 
um, judge self based on how people respond or don't respond to me. So that's been a big thing that I've let go in my thirties. You're naughty. Um, <laughs> one of the things I had to let go of, I had to let go of fake food. I cannot eat McDonald's. I cannot eat Taco Bell. I, I can, if it's not real chicken mm. or real, I I just can't eat it. And I tried, like mm. I was craving some Taco Bell, and I was like, I'm gonna go get me my my husband wouldn't go get me none, so I I went and got myself some Taco Bell. I got me one of those chicken quesadillas. It was the worst choice I've made <laughs> during wow. my pregnancy. Like the bachelor, how did we eat that, y'all? We were just eating Taco Bell and McDonald's. You mean and- how do we eat it? Oh, <laughs> I was like, you the only one who gave oh, it up. <laughs> my bad. I absolutely was smashing Taco Bell like today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, how do y'all do that? It don't do nothing to you. I mean, you don't always sit well, but it it is enjoyable when it goes down. <laughs> I don't ever have no digestive issues with Taco Bell. I know people talk about that all the time. Like, oh, you eat Taco Bell, you're going to be on the toilet. Your stomach is immune to its... That. Wow. I agree with McDonald's. I can't eat that no more. Mm -hmm. I actually haven't had Taco Bell in probably like a year plus. But Taco Bell was never like a huge... When they took that little shredded taco deal meal pack thing, I was like, nah, I'm out. Mm. What? Well, some things you know. Um, <clears throat> I think I, I've had to let go of McDonald's. That 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 went out. What probably my mid twenties though. Yeah. Like I, I just <laughs> yeah. It's it's been a minute since I had me a little McDonald's. Um, some other things that I had to let go. I've I've had to let go of. Uh, mine gonna be a little deep too. Um. I've let go of uh, people's expectations of me uh, mm. in terms of what I'm supposed to do with my life. Um, and I just, you know, I'm just over it, you know, and the, the, me living up to their expectations don't make me happy. Like the things yeah, that they want me to do and, and, and the job they want me to work and, and you know, the, the stuff they want me to do at the job that I work, I, it don't make me happy. So, you know, yeah. It plans are, you know it's time to 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 figure out some plans to to get out of that because i just i i can't do it Mm-mm. i got yeah. to let that go and i do think that crossing over 30 is when that came first for sure yep. for sure mm-hmm. so let's 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 talk about some things that 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 you know, we ain't let go of, but we probably should let go of. Like, like we said at the top of the show, you know, that's some things that you've just been holding on to. You've probably been holding on to a little too long. What are some of them things that you probably should let go of now? McDonald's. Um, you still eat McDonald's? I mean, not as much at all, but like I had McDonald's. Like, so my brother's tournament, what, like a couple months ago, we needed to grab something to eat and I had some McDonald's. Oh, my yeah, and I like McDonald's fries, so but I definitely don't go through since I've been like cooking more and stuff, I don't go through the like McDonald's as much, but I've had McDonald's at least once this year, which is big cuz usually I would have it more frequently, but I still I'm not opposed to McDonald's. Oh my. Yeah, but I probably I probably should stop that. Yeah. As well mm-hmm. as red meat. I keep eating meat, even though it 
you know, that whole fruit, meat allergy thing still kind of there. But I like meat. We know. Yeah, we do. Well, I, I got, y'all going to be shocked. Y'all going to be shocked. All uh-huh. right, y'all ready? Y'all ready? Mm-hmm. Now, now, I don't mean like let go completely. <laughs> <laughs> but I need to let go of some days that I do it. Uh, and that's drinking. Like, I honestly feel like I... Oh. I need to cut back on drinking and I don't drink a ton. Right. Yeah. Like, but I do, there's been like a month where in probably a couple months, uh, you know, that I've had a drink almost every day of the month, mm-hmm. not like excessively, like probably a glass of wine, at least a day maybe too interspersed throughout there but I just I don't think I want to do that anymore like I I don't want to drink uh I do want to drink like casually when I'm at the house but I don't want that to be like an everyday thing where I need to stop like I have to stock up on beer and wine because we ain't got none like I want to I want to cut back on that a little bit is there a reason like for it that can be shared yeah, I mean, it ain't it ain't nothing like, you know, I just I just don't want to. Like I I don't one I think um the sugar content of it is quite high, especially for the wine. Yeah. And just like for health reasons and kind of like wanting to get my uh my health and my body back on track with where I was pre-baby, I think that that would definitely help because that's a lot of empty calories that aren't mm-hmm. really doing well. And especially when I'm drinking and not even like, I mean, you shouldn't drink to get drunk. That's what they say. But I'm I'm just like casually drinking it and not nothing's coming of it. And yeah. you know what I mean? Like I'm absentmindedly drinking it. So I'm not even really enjoying, enjoying the effect it. of whatever it is that alcohol can provide for you, cutting off the edge or whatever. Like sometimes I even been doing it while I'm working. And it's like, I mean- this is not relaxing I'm just doing it right yeah. like because that's what you do you go get a glass of wine while you finish up at work like that's what you do so I I would like to be a little bit more conscious and aware of that and make sure that I'm that I am really like I think I would classify myself as a casual drinker but I want to make sure that I actually casually drinking and only yeah. in on like light social socially drinking yeah um oh, wow. so yeah that's that's cool. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> um this is what I what I need to let go of. Um so I think I have reached a conclusion. <laughs> no, do y'all have idea what I'm about to say? No. I uh, know, I have no idea. Oh, uh, we've had many a conversation about this. But I think I'm gonna let go of my thug dreams. Oh, oh I, I for a split second was like maybe she talk about thug dudes. What? Look at her. Come on, not here. <laughs> wow, what came yeah. of this? Um, I don't know. Just I guess. Actually, can, you, can you explain what that is? Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yes, oh, yeah, for the people true. who do not know. Mm-hmm. So. My ultimate aspiration, my ultimate uh, husband goal has been 
like a like a reformed thug you know like <laughs> i want a dude who was in the streets and about that life but then he found jesus and now he loved the lord but he'll still you know pull a gun on a nigga you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, or, and, or if he wasn't about that life like he is knowledgeable about it because he grew up around it like mm-hmm. i just like dudes with just thug tendencies um but yeah as i've gotten older most guys like that come with certain characteristics that are not attractive (laughs) and so as i've grown up and i just think okay I have just realized that the trauma that comes with that life, mm-hmm. it takes a whole lot to overcome that yeah. and to become the reformed version that I yeah. actually desire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And seeing as most people don't put in the work to overcome menial trauma in their life, yeah. like the work just isn't being done. <laughs> so, I mean... Actually, what I desire is extremely rare. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's extremely rare to find someone that came out of their life and has actually put in the work to actually be emotionally mature and be able to communicate and to, you know, not... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we know, I mean, sis, we've been you know, we, right. We've been trying to get you to this point for a while. That's from. Yeah. You so I just, I just think at this point in life, I just find stability stability more attractive than, you know, uh, some other things that I found attractive before. But I absolutely will say I, that is just a product of my upbringing. Like mm-hmm. I was raised, you know, in a very thug heavy environment and so thug heavy <laughs> that is what I was attracted to growing up and into adulthood that's what I continue to be attracted to so, so yeah so no neck tats I mean I'm not I mean <laughs> I'm just gonna say that that is not the goal again like if I can find me a Preston Perry I'm here for it you yeah. know what I mean yeah. but I just understand that Preston Perry is a rarity yeah, yeah, it's rare. It's not impossible. It's but yes. when you at the point of like swiping left on niggas cause or is it swiping right? Whatever. You <laughs> exit out of niggas cause they ain't thug like and they ain't got the neck tattoo, that's where you're going wrong. Mm-hmm. I agree. So as yeah. long as you stop doing that, then I think Missing you know. your blessing. But again, also I think that in other ways that there are other things that I was and still am very attracted to height being one of them and i have had to literally condition myself Mm -hmm. to be open to or to be attracted to a man who is less than six feet tall Mm -hmm. yeah i think that it it is just gonna take some level of conditioning for me to find you know (laughs) Guys who are thug challenged attraction. (laughs) Thug challenged. The way you were struggling. Hey, that's huge. Yeah. That's the first that's the first step. The first step of what? Of of like 
getting to a point where you will find someone that's quote unquote thug challenged attractive. It's acknowledging, oh, you know okay. what? I need to grow up in this area. Ooh, well, no. well that sorry, ain't grow, I it. grow up not the right term. <laughs> I need to uh, uh, understand that it's a rarity and exception yeah. to the rule. I yeah. need to be more open in this area. Mm-hmm. That was beautiful. Um, for me, y'all, y'all gonna be shocked, and it's gonna, it's a process. This is something I need to let go of. Okay, I really want to grow in limiting my pettiness. So, I it, wow. it just comes so natural to me. It just it, I don't have to think about it. I don't have right. like it, it just rolls off my tongue. It's just like man, when an opportunity presents myself, yeah, that's gonna take more work than Dre and her. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes it's just like, why, why, why did you have to do that? Why did you have to say that? Why couldn't you have just let that be? Yeah. So that's one of the things I'm gonna let go of my pants. Now I'm not saying it's gonna be overnight. Transition. Oh, we know. We know, sis. I'm just saying, I, I, I want to grow a little bit. It's okay. We stand in agreement with you, though. Uh, I don't think I actually really answered. I just said McDonald's, but I actually have two. One, overthinking, because I can overthink the mess out of a situation to a point where it's just like, this is stressing me out. And then Hallmark movies, because... Oh. Look at you! Hallmark movies are so unrealistic. And I don't re- I didn't realize how subconsciously I have believed the narratives that it presents. Okay. <laughs> you about to you about to see Cookie, she's about to snap her neck nodding. Yes. How it's just unrealistic in how I've perceived, you know, the process of love and just relationships as a whole on a romantic scale. And it's, you know, it it lacks depth and any diversity and a whole list of other things, but An interesting plots. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, and I, I think, and I don't think it's gonna be actually that hard for me to let go of. Especially, I'm constantly telling y'all like I don't understand how y'all have the capacity to watch stuff. So, in terms of like uh, the the plethora of content that's out there, Hallmark movies can't replace something else that will actually be enjoyable and beneficial to my life. So I think, you know, I'm going to slide on out. Wow. 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 I wow. think I hear that one. I have, I, I have a question. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you all find it, like, have you all found it challenging to, to let go of things just in general? Like, is that something that you've ever struggled with or... Yeah, you always just been like, well, nope. This is how use outlived its usefulness. Bye. I think it depends on what it is. Yeah, like, so for me, like my hair is not a big deal. So when my hair fell out, hmm. I didn't freak out. It was falling out in my hands. I was like, well, this is happening, and I just adjusted. Um, but I think, and like usually, kind of like materialistic things for the most part like I I have a lot like clothes I have a lot of clothes but I just went in my closet the other day and was just like I don't need this I don't need this so it's easier for me to let go of stuff like that but I think things that are attached to how I'm perceived or relationships I think it's harder because mm-hmm. it kind of like 
for me points to insecurities that I have. So that's harder to navigate and let go of because it requires like work and healing and, you know, dealing with, you know, issues personally. But, you know, if it's just like, oh, it's time to get rid of like shaving my hair or if it's time to get rid of these shoes that don't work anymore, then that's that's a little easier. Hmm. Yeah, I like to think that getting rid of things is easy, but then sometimes I'll be like, like material things, but then sometimes I'll be like, but what if I need? <laughs> I don't want to get rid of it. And then I'm like, I'm going to get rid of this. I'm going to go give it to whoever, Goodwill or sell it or whatever, and then I'm going to need it tomorrow. Like, so that'd be hard. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm working on that too. I, I said I was going to get rid of some clothes, but you know we'll see so i need to come um, through your closet is what you said <laughs> quite possibly but um in terms of like uh like the drinking thing that i said i wanted to give i don't think that's going to be difficult i think in general i try to like if it's something that i think i'm kind of the opposite of what kika just said i think if it's something that's like tied to me it might take a minute for me to realize it, but once I realize it, I can be like, okay, yeah, now we need a plan to figure out how mm-hmm. to get rid of it. But I am moved to action upon noticing that something is not working for me mm-hmm. anymore. But material things, I think I I don't even know why, because it ain't like I came from a like a, a survivalist mentality, and we need to hold on to everyone, every last piece of belonging that we. I don't even come from that type of. Uh, but my parents do got a lot of shit. I, that might be where it comes from. <laughs> my parents got a lot, a lot of stuff. Um, but yeah, so maybe that's where it comes from. But yeah, I I I try. I think because my peace and my like mental like clarity is very important to me and sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like these things like noticing that I like people's expectations of me is driving me insane like that is it, it bothers me so I feel like I got to get rid of that like asapishly mm-hmm. so yeah oh, mm-hmm. so I'm along the same line as Kika and so material things I don't I'm an extrovert and my external space is very very important to me I do not like clutter I do not like excess stuff I will get rid of clothes immediately I don't, like I didn't even want to. They had to convince me to buy. Y'all had to convince me to buy maternity clothes because I didn't want that. Because I'm like I'm going mm-hmm. to get rid of this after I have this kid. So like material <laughs> stuff, uh, like I, I hate clutter. And I know that's because my oh, my mom and the guy like going to her house. I just I just randomly throw stuff away every time I go. <laughs> <laughs> like, is this what happened when you get old? You know how old people they just want to keep everything that you give them that that. Oh, let me this girl. This is your your footprint mm-hmm. from when you were six. <laughs> Why do you still have my footprint, my hand, on my handprints? Um, but yeah, though that re- the relational things that's probably the the most difficult for me because I'm just relational. Like losing a a relationship that I've invested into, I, I'm still learning the concept of those lifelong versus those temporary mm. relationships, and that's difficult for me. And then things yeah. that I attach to the essence of my being like this has become a part of who I am but I'm seeing that it's no longer benefiting me it takes me a while because I've accepted it as a part of or the essence of my being so I'm kind of along the same line as Kika 
What about you, Dre? Um, for me, I'll say I probably struggle with letting go in pretty much every area of my life. Um, <laughs> like in all the ways I have struggled with letting go. Material things, like even talking to absolutely anyone I went on the world race with. My pack was overweight every single month. I would be at the airport praying that I did not have to pay. And oh, thank you, Lord, you came through. I never did. Either the scale would be broken or they would be nice or something, but I never had to pay. But my pack was always overweight weight and every month I would go through it and like quote unquote get rid of things I didn't need but I just had so much stuff and it's just been like that my whole life not just stuff but just everything just letting go I I just have really struggled with that one way in which I think it has helped me I took this like management training course at this job that I had before and it's called um model netics and it's all these different models that teach you how to be a good manager and manage people and one of the models is the mac truck theory and so this theory is that as a manager you should be it's kind of morbid but go with me as a manager you should be prepared for anyone on your team to go out to lunch get hit by a mac truck and never come back oh, oh wow. like change is inevitable that person right there cannot be so vitally important that mm-hmm. if they decide to leave tomorrow and run off and get married, the whole team falls apart. Like that's not okay. And that was just so mind blowing to me. And I was just like, change is inevitable. Like it's mm-hmm. going to happen. Yeah. And so choosing to hold on to things, like not let go because I don't want things to change. I, I I had to let go of that. And so I think after that, I got better at letting go of things and learning to grieve seasons in life, learning to yeah. grieve different things has yeah. definitely helped me grow in letting go. But I don't know. It's a challenge. I did be wanting to hold on. And I think that, well, I don't know. It's partially five-ish tendencies. We tend to hoard, but we usually tend to hoard like information and resources. Yeah. Not necessarily like material things, but yeah, I don't know. I just want to hold on to everything. Well, not everything because I'm not very sentimental. So me like, either. see, I'm more sentimental. When people give me cards, I'm like, okay, what? I mean, yeah. How 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 long am I obligated to hold on to this before I can put it in the trash? Yep. But like two day minimum. <laughs> wow, really? <laughs> Wait wow. for them to exit the room. Um, one hundred percent. I have cards from like ten years ago. Me too, Kika. Oh, why? Too. Yeah, no. they have really nice messages, and I appreciate it. Like I might take a picture. Like I've I started like oh let me take a picture of this so I have it in my phone if I want to look back. But the card itself, boop, gone. No. Wow. Um, but yeah, so I, you know, it's been letting go has been a journey for me personally. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that was an interesting conversation. Um, yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, let's, uh, go ahead and round out the conversation by talking about, um, some things that, you know, as a culture, we should let go of, mm. uh, you know, uh, what y'all what y'all th- think about that what what should uh you know the culture black people generally and specifically let go of 
My thing is a I, I struggle with it. It's it's a it's a uh, I, it's not clear cut. So I think culturally, to a certain degree, we need to let go of flexing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I appreciate the flashy nature of black people, and that that's where it's difficult. Because there are so many things that I'm just like, man, I just love us, that we just so loud, that we just so extra and exuberant. But when that translates into trying to make it look like you got something that you don't, mm-hmm. yeah. or you got $20, so you got to show off with $200 worth of stuff that you can't afford. Like, no, I think that that is holding us back so much the need to look like we have instead of actually having. That's a word. So I don't, I, I don't know <laughs> what the the line is or how to separate the things, but flexing, I, don't, I think it's causing more harm than it is good. It's because what the white people did to us. They they told us we ain't have shit, uh-huh. we wasn't gonna be shit, blah blah, all this other shit. So then you gotta look like something. So they that's mm-hmm. where it come from. But they, yeah. While you appreciate the history, you're right. Like it, it, it's can be very detrimental. Absolutely, like, it can. Absolutely, yeah. opportunities that you have to get ahead, but you spend it on some stuff just so yeah. some people can see some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Uh, well, uh, as the resident African, I'm gonna speak to black uh, our our African brothers and sisters. I would say let go of. This is more so like um the the culture of parenting which i think is shifting with this next generation mm-hmm. parenting in a manner where your kids are their lives you're trying to almost live vicariously through them especially mm-hmm. for those parents who happen to not still be on the continent of africa and have somehow been able to migrate and go to you know countries where they've been able to establish themselves better like america so the whole notion that if your kid wants to explore something that's outside of the jurisdiction in your mind that's successful career-wise then they are it's a no-no and their disobedience is somehow and and the worst thing ever and because you struggle to get to that place to afford them that opportunity, but they don't have the freedom to then live out that opportunity that you've given them. So I think we're seeing um, a new generation as we're becoming more globalized of um, descendants of African parents who are saying, you know what, the way I was parented was extremely uh, harsh and, controlled and I don't want to do that with my kids like I want to be nurturing with my kids I want to be warm with my kids I want my kids to know affection and not just provision and Mm -hmm. I want my kids to hear me say I'm proud of them behind closed doors as well as in 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 mixed company and I want my kids to know that they are loved and supported regardless of if their decisions align with what I define as success um, and not have to feel the pressure to to live according to what I want them to do but how they want to do that's good that's real Mm -hmm. good Um, for me, I think, um, we need to let go of unforgiveness as a culture. Like, 
and I, this is probably really recent because we had uh, one of my uncles passed away and I was talking to my brother and um, he was just, I'm not going to that funeral because when I was uh, 18, he blah, 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 and blah. And I was like, you're 40. Like, you're in your 40s now and you're still holding <laughs> on to, to we, uh, like, forgiveness is not so- solely for that person, it's for you. And I see this a lot in our community. Like, we still... Uh-uh, no, I ain't talking to her because of this, that, and the other. And, and it's literally boggling people down mentally and physically. We, we, need, to, we need to start forgiving people. And we, we need mm-hmm. to start, like, giving people the benefit of a doubt as well. Because I, I really believe, especially the generation before us, I really mm-hmm. believe that they did the best that they could. And yes, we need to acknowledge that trauma may have came with that. Mm-hmm. But... Forgive them. Forgive them. Go be free and make sure that you and your family and the next generation, the people that you interact, that you love them better because you know better now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that that's that's all like that's that's very good. Um yeah, because even even with the parenting piece, like I even think to uh, a lot of uh black parents in America that I've seen that like you know, growing up, like less so of our generation, but growing up like over parenting and like uh, over correcting childlike behavior from children. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, let your kid be a kid. And I, and it's, it's funny because there are things that my daughter does that, you know, people feel like need correcting, but I'm like, she's two. Like, yeah. she's not even two. Like, she doesn't know not to knock the thing over. It's like, she one, she don't know that it can fall over, and two, it's like, it's cool, let me push it. And then it falls, and I mean, yeah, she done dented up some hardwood and, you know, all this stuff, and that, <laughs> that ain't fun. But also, like, she's a child, and I'm not going to hold her to the same level of accountability that i would if she was older she's not um and And like sit down and be quiet yeah like no she's not not gonna do that absolutely not (laughs) exactly not exactly um so yeah i think that and i think like kika said i think over time in in awareness and education and in all of that that's come within um, our generation and the generation that's coming after us as well. Like, I think some of that is kind of loosening up a little bit, but to the extent that people were parented like that and they're trying to parent the way that they were parented, like, yeah, that that's that's detrimental and it's bad. Um, another thing I would say is a little lighthearted, uh, look, uh, I, I'm talking mostly to the, the generations above us. Like, do y'all know we free? Like <laughs> we ain't gotta eat these chitlins no more. Mm-hmm. We ain't gotta eat what? What else is some other stuff that folks be eating? The pig feet, uh, hog malls, pig feet, pig feet, <laughs> hog mm. balls. Uh, the the I just look the snouts and shit. Like I understand. <laughs> look, I understand and I appreciate our people for what they did and how they turned the meal with them scraps that Massa gave them. But you mm-hmm. could go to the grocery store now. Like you and y'all go to the grocery store and pick them things out. Mm-hmm. It's some it's some chicken next to it that's like chicken <laughs> breast. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you don't need mm-hmm. the or if you want the little like you get a little pork chop, you don't need the intestine. Like that's you, yeah. you know, you can pick it, you can pick your cuts of meat now. Like yeah. 
Mm-mm. You could pick your custom meat now. Yeah, like you, you have a choice. Take up your whole house. Yeah. Y'all still be choosing that doo doo. Like, <laughs> like it's okay to acknowledge the tradition of those yes. things and to feel, you know, I don't know, nostalgic or some type of way about them. But I think to a certain degree, like health has to be health, prioritized. Yes. Like, those things just are not that. But what if it's just like, I mean, well, even in what I just said, I kind of disagree with myself. What? Very five thing to do. <laughs> when I be talking through processes, it'd be like that sometimes. But I agree. I think that those things in moderation aren't that bad. Like, I mean, if you only have chitlins at Thanksgiving, I mean, one little plate of chitlins once a year you'll be fine now if outside of there you ain't eating nothing but just licking straight salt and you don't even know what a vegetable is then that's terrible Mm -hmm. but i can't say that just having chitlins at thanksgiving is like that bad of a thing i think i personally think they're disgusting but you know if you like them with a little hot sauce a little pig boo-boo yeah I, I personally think that they are disgusting as well. And I think that if our generation was eating them, we might eat a little vegetable as well. Uh, th- them other generations, you know, they be on the pork oh, yeah. chops yeah, and, the, and, the, and the fried pork chops, smothered chicken, all, all yeah. that sh- on a regular basis. And then yeah. you're going to go to Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's probably too, and you eating chitlins all, all in that like three month span. Yeah. No, yeah. sis. Yeah, and then you sprinkle pig feet all throughout the year. They just be eating that all throughout the year. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> ham hocks that be off in everything. Oh, yeah. Ham hocks, yeah. neck bones, mm-hmm. all neck you know. Bones. <laughs> Any final thoughts y'all got before we get on up out of here? Letting go is good and therapeutic. Do it. It is. Yeah. Another thing we should let go of, I forgot. Let go of this stigma around mental health. Like, mm, y'all, y'all need, we need to talk to people. If you black in America, you gonna need to talk to some folks. So go yeah. find you a therapist. Go find you somebody to talk. Life coach. Some Somebody. Go find somebody to talk to and get, get your mind right. Because... It's, it's, it's hard out here and, and you gotta get yourself right you know what I'm saying yep. you gotta let go of that yep 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 but that's all I got y'all good everybody good yeah. 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 alright well that's all we got for you guys this time we hope you guys enjoyed and uh, you know like Drea said it's good to let go it's therapeutic we will see you guys next time bye bye, bye. bye.